There are a few great rivalries in Irish politics. Finnegale versus Fianna Fáil, Charlie versus Garrett, Bertie versus Enda, but the biggest of all, the Shannad versus Seagulls. Let me explain. Let me explain with Sean Defoe, a News Talk original. We seem to have something of a wildlife theme the last few episodes. If flying ants are plaguing you, we'll check out last week's pod to find out what sort of devilish stuff they're up to in your garden. This week, it's time for a bit of a history of an age-old battle. The war between politician and seagull for supremacy in coastal constituencies. As with any war, there's something of a disagreement over who started it. Senators will tell you that seagulls started it with their raucous and rowdy behaviour. But the seagulls will tell you it was Fianna Fáil Senator Ned O'Sullivan who launched the opening salvo in 2014. The celebrated American humorist uh, Robert Benchley wrote a hilarious essay one time called Down with Pigeons, in which he imagines that the pigeon population have an attitude towards him and that they're always out to get him. And uh, when he goes to Trafalgar Square or St. Max Square, he, he imagines all the pigeons have gathered there particularly on purpose just to do him in. Where's this leading to? Well, I have nothing against pigeons. I can take or leave pigeons, but I'm very much against seagulls. And uh, I think something needs to be done to address the seagull problem here in this city. Uh, people may have been listening to Joe Duffy about it there last week. It seems the seagulls have lost the run of themselves completely. I know the apartment block that I live in it's impossible. Self here. It's impossible. Nice sleep. It's the last day. It's the last day. Let me give me wings. But they, 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 they're, they're very raucous. They're keeping people awake. I saw that uh, they're getting so cheeky now that they attack young children and, and uh, dispossess them of their lollipops and stuff like that. And I think it's, it's, it might be funny to many people, but uh, it's a serious issue in the city. They're not seagulls. They're, they're, they really are vermin. They're, 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 they're scavenger gulls, dump gulls. They don't, they, they don't look for fish anymore. Just, they want to eat the, the waste of, of human waste. So I'm saying that the, the, the Minister for the Environment should actually look at that in a serious manner. It might be funny, but uh, if, you, if you listen to the details on the radio show, you'll learn the dissenting boat. If that rose tensions among the gull population, well, Senator Dennis O'Donovan went one further the following year, calling fully for a cull. If we look at the situation here, the, the, the facts, I think, are that the, the, the supply, normal supply for the seagull is fish in the sea, that that product is getting scarce, whether we like it or not. It's probably one third of what it was 30, 40 years ago. And seagulls actually are, have actually killed lambs. They've killed rabbits. And I think it has come into a stage where they're actually endangering society. Their behaviour is, is their behaviour is, is um, uh, their behaviour is, is coming to the stage where, to be realistic on this now, is that it's like a rabbit with mixed mitosis or a cow with mad cow disease. I'm asking for the debate on this very important issue. Seagulls are actually becoming a nuisance and a pest. And I think it's important that we should consider uh, Senator O'Sullivan's request last year that maybe the, the, we should look at a call on, on this vicious uh, uh, um, seaboard, which is against their grain. They were normally living out to the sea, they nest in the cliffs, but they're now invading the, they're now invading the top Senator of the cliffs. So, in the so it's important, it's, it's important. <laughs> okay, all right. I, I think that's Senator no, no, this is a very serious what issue. When you see a child eating uh, fish and chips and, and, and the seagull so attacks, over time, attacks the, the, the food that a child is having, I would ask that maybe you would consider it in the Senator next uh, term to have a, a debate on this issue. 
We did reach out to a spokesperson for seagulls to comment and here's what they had to say. But then they would say that, wouldn't they? For most of us, seagulls are just an occasional pest at the seaside. You know, when you're out for a nice day at the beach, somewhere like Tremor maybe. And you stop at Dooley's for a bag of chips and a battered sausage. You sit down on the prom, enjoying a lovely day. And they begin to circle. First one. Then three. Suddenly, they're everywhere. Blood in their eyes. You make your first mistake and take your eyes off the chips. Only for a second, but that's all they need. They dive. You run for your car, bleeding, limping, because now the chips are gone and they have a taste for flesh. Okay, sorry, that was probably a bit much. But look, people actually have been attacked by seagulls. And in the UK, then Prime Minister David Cameron said they needed a national conversation about the gulls after a dog was killed by a group of them. I've actually seen where children have had ice creams and because they hold their hands out, I've, I've seen where they, they've swooped down, took the top off the ice cream and I've, I've actually seen them take a little finger. A culling is one solution favoured by some hot-blooded senators, but there may be other, more humane ways to keep seagulls under control. And one senator, Lorraine Clifford Lee, has suggested using lasers. And not like Star Wars or Star Trek set your phasers to stun sort of stuff, but actual bird lasers. Bird Control Group prevents conflicts between birds and humans in a cost-effective and innovative manner. Our laser bird deterrents effectively reduce bird activity where you need it, when you need it, saving you time and money. They use random spreads of lasers to create an environment that birds hate, sort of like being in a disco sober, in a bid to scare them off. And speaking of discos, recently the delivery app Deliveroo released a song that they claim can scare off seagulls. It works by having some of the cries of birds of prey layered under what is, well, quite a catchy beat, actually. You wouldn't mind that being on the speaker while you had your picnic. But does it actually work? Our own Simon Tierney went to Dunleary to find out for The Moncrief Show. Good afternoon, Sean. I'm here in what can only be described as an explosion of seagulls. I am at one. I feel almost like Brenda Fricker in Home Alone 2 here. They're surrounding me, Sean. They're moving in. I'm not sure how long this interview can last, if I'm honest. So I brought what I usually bring to the office, which is a Danish custard and raisin pastry, mm-hmm. a, a salmon on croute with dill on uh, sour bread, sourdough bread and uh, tato cheese and onion for the less discerning seagull. Right, so uh, are you ready? You have, uh, as I understand it, uh, um, uh, um, the piece of music ready. Are you going to put down one piece of food at a time and see how they react to these things? Okay, perfect. So I'm going to start with the salmon. Mm -hmm. and We're going to put it out here. Here you go, my friends. There's a battalion of seagulls around me here, Sean. I can't tell you 
her fearful this is making me oh yeah. okay so they're coming closer now so the food is here the salmon is here and now i'm going to release the music so okay here we go here we go I'm here. Okay, they're still around me. They're still around me. May the power of the music compel you. May the power of the music compel you. Be gone, you foul demons. They are moving away, Sean. They are. I, I think my encouraging words are helping them. They are genuinely moving away from me. Right. And from the salmon, there is still salmon on the ground, and they've moved away. The very strange thing, Sean, is that they've been replaced by these tiny little brown birds who don't seem to react to the music at all. So it worked in getting rid of the gulls, but not other birds. And interesting, when he put down the more lowbrow human food, the pack of crisps in particular, instead of the salmon, seagulls were actually more interested in that, which seems to bear out the theory that partially due to a lack of fish, seagulls have started eating more human food. You can always see them pecking out of the bins and the frankly stupid policy, particularly around Dublin city centre, of leaving plastic bags of rubbish lying around for collection means they can get at that human food pretty easily. Where clashes with humans have come, other than eating chips, is when seagulls feel their babies or nests are threatened, when they nest near people's homes and in the amount of noise that they make. Their numbers have led to trouble for residents of town like Balbriggan in Dublin, with callers ringing into Andrea Gilligan on Lunchtime Live. My daughter actually particularly loves um, all animals, including seagulls, but um, they weren't even near the baby and just out playing with her friends. And the seagull attacked the uh, the mam seagull attacked uh, my daughter and actually she? she came in roaring and crying and plucked her head. Yeah. Um, and she wasn't the only one. Uh, a lot of the neighbours got attacked. This particular mammy, I know she's protecting her baby, but she was particularly, particularly aggressive. Well, it was actually do? gone to us. She was just anyone that was walking along the street, not even near the baby. Now you could see the baby, and everyone was, you know, particularly careful. Don't go near the baby because the mam is there, and of course she is protecting her young. But this particular, this year particularly, they're very aggressive very, very aggressive. Um, it was actually coming to a stage where some of, uh, even on a sunny day, some of my neighbours were walking up the road with an umbrella. Who that afraid? Of getting, because of getting attacked. My husband went out with the sweeping brush to try and some of the kids were hiding under the tree at the top of the road and they were terrified of this particular seagull. So he went out with the sweeping brush saying, come on, come on, you can get in the house, you can get in the house. They're in what's known as an apex predator. So they, they're the, the, the highest level of, on the food chain, on their particular food chain. So they don't actually have any natural predators. So they can just keep doubling and doubling and doubling uh, every year. And that caller was technically right. Seagulls are an apex predator, but not the kind of apex predator you might think of, like a you know, great white shark or Godzilla. There are some animals, including foxes, who will eat baby seagulls, but full-grown adults have very little to worry about. Some large birds of prey can feed on seagulls, but they're not common in any sort of numbers that would make gulls very wary here. The appropriately named Green Party councillor Michael Pigeon says he believes introducing those birds to controlled seagull populations would be a bit over the top. Bringing in a bunch of eagles to get rid of your seagulls might just create an eagle problem. He also thinks a cull is a bit over the top and said so on Twitter, to which his party colleague uh, and TD Brian Ledden 
replied with an image of Father Jack shouting at birds. tweet he got in some hot water over. And the latest politician in a flap over seagulls is Sinn Féin TD for Fingal, Louise O'Reilly. This is a fairly serious health and safety issue. Um, you know, we don't just have the issue of the seagulls attacking people and, and, that's, and that's a concern, obviously. But we also have the potential health implications from, um, you know, the seagull feces, for want of a better word. But she's not in favour of a direct cull. Well, we think that measures can be taken to control the population and that's what the minister should be looking at, ensuring that we minimise the the numbers in terms of breeding, but also that we look off the coast to where the seagulls used to live. They used to live on islands out. Uh, They they didn't used to come come in in such big numbers. Um, So we need to look at maybe moving them out to the islands as well to where they can exist comfortably and uh, away uh, away from people. Biologist and last week's guest, Aina Nilauna, said the way to go isn't a cull of seagulls, but to control populations by sterilising their eggs. So they sit on them and don't build any new nests, but it controls the populations because, well, those chicks are never born. They're a protected species too, so you can't just go out and kill seagulls, much to the chagrin of some senators, I'm sure. So for now, the war of the birds continues, and people will have to decide ultimately... Who makes more noise pollution, seagulls or politicians? Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Let Me Explain. Don't forget to subscribe. The show was researched, presented and produced by myself, Sean Defoe. John Kyo is the editor with Lachlan Hart on sound. I'll chat to you next week.